welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore, humble caddy, part-time bartender, part-time dog walker, and full-time sports handicapper. We're here every week to provide you with the hot picks, our best selections for for the games now that they've legalized gambling here in Jersey, and uh, we're all going to try to make you, make you a little bit of money every week. British Open edition, or, or the Open Championship, I guess they're calling it now. We, uh, we, the summer got, we had a little uh, mini hiatus. It was uh, unintentional. We meant to come on and do all the majors, especially hot off our Masters uh, pick of Tiger Woods, but uh, summer got in the way. We finally, uh, we finally got our act together here for the uh, the, the, the 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 Open this week. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully give you uh, give you some winners, and we'll make some money. I'd like to introduce uh, our guest. Sitting to my left is my brother, Richard the Math Whisperer Salvatore, returning. Oh, it's great to be back. I'm psyched. Uh, you know, I, I miss doing the podcast because, I, you know, I still uh, – I haven't been on a hiatus, let's put it that way. I'm, I'm doing my research. I'm gambling. And, you know, when the podcast is done, I'm like, I can say I'm doing it for the podcast. But uh, now I've just been a degenerate the last month or so. So now I can – again, I can say I'm doing it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm doing all my homework for the, uh, the podcast. Exactly. I like that. That's good. That's right. Being yeah. a degenerate isn't such a bad way to spend the summer, though, I guess. I've been, Fair uh, enough. I've been taking yeah. it easy on baseball. Our, our, our other friend, however, has been fully immersed in uh, – and especially live game wagering, uh, returning to the program, uh, William, Bill, Billy, Willie, Lesko, Bon Vivant, man about town. How's the baseball going, Willie? Baseball's been going pretty well. Last night wasn't so good with Travis Dano killing me. But oh, I didn't want to oh, talk about that. He's a but, Mets uh, fan. He never did that for the Mets. Terrible on the Mets. I couldn't right. believe what I heard. I, I, yeah. But uh, I, I guess if you're, I guess if you're, if you're a Yankee fan, you just, you just bet. And you can do your homer bets. Or, yeah, or you have about five parlays rolled into the Yankee game. That's, that's not a good thing. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll to discuss that later, later yeah. on. And uh, returning to the program, the man who picked Tiger's comeback. He spent, stood by him, and he was he, he nailed it on the Masters. We all made some money. Coming in, hailing now from Brooklyn, New York, Andrew Andy Lagreca. Brooklyn, huh? Is that what? How how long commute is that? Is it the same time zone? I don't even know where. What? Well, well, I just found out Doctor Quid Medicine Woman is onto the same time in Brooklyn it is here in Hoboken. Okay, so that, okay, that, okay, that was yeah, interesting. Yeah. I know it's a little nerve wracking for you to come all. You want to talk back. about a trek from Brooklyn? Jeez, I, I walked up from the path. You know the whole wedding diet thing, trying to ah, trying to shut you. a few. But you're a little behind schedule. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm looking around here. These are not exactly July bodies. I mean, you, we are not built for July at all. We these, have these bodies from radio. Bodies. I would call this. That's true. That's fair. Weather is just brutal. Nobody picked like you those. up. I thought yeah. we were sending a, 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 a picture from the yard limo. No, you didn't. Uh, sorry, we dropped the ball there. Carson <laughs> used to send a car and cash, but you we know, were going to send one of those green lime scooters. I thought, right? Oh I'm yeah, thinking- that's right. The scooters <laughs> have taken over Hoboken. If you live around here, you, you'll understand that reference. A little uh, point of contention for a lot of people. You should have just scooted over. Yeah, you should. Why didn't you scoot over? Scoot on over. Again, not built for the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we uh, we have nothing to recap since we've been uh, we've been taking a little little vacation. So uh, we'll get right into uh, the golf season. So far, has been uh, it's been amazing. It's been great. <laughs> it has been a, just an absolutely awesome golf season to this point. Oh, it's been great. And the new schedule really uh, amped everything up. Moving around. What did they they push? What did they move? The, the PG. PGA. Yeah, well, what we did is we moved the PGA, and I say we as if I had if I had say in this. <laughs> the royal we. Well, what we did is we uh, we we shifted the Players Championship a little earlier. Sh- 
shimmied the uh, the the PGA Championship here into May, and the British Open now is our final major with the playoffs wrapping up before football. I feel like it's been a complete success. It's great. Slam oh, dunk great. idea. Yeah. Switching We're a major essentially every month starting in March with the Players' Championship, if you want to count that as a major, which I think we all do. So we've had a major every month, and um, so far four have been awesome, and I expect this one uh, – to be equally as awesome. Yeah, they've been great. I've been watching a lot of it. I mean, obviously the Masters was incredible and uh, amazing, and not- amazing, and yeah, no, I, and I love that they switched the schedule because when football starts, I don't want to watch golf anymore, to be honest with you. And I think you know, in the summer, you're looking for stuff to 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 bet on and to watch, and it's been great. I think it's great. And I think this year we had had. Um Phil Mickelson win. We've had Tiger come back, and it shows you that these guys aren't going anywhere. They're going to be around for a while. And in the meantime, young golfers continue to emerge and play well, and it's just a great mix of yeah. young and old right yeah. now. And it's, uh, yeah. it's that wolf kid, more. 20 years old. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, he looks like he's going to be good. It's going to be. Like it should be. be yeah, none of these yeah. tournaments have disappointed, so I'm expecting this uh, this week to, to – uh, to continue, we uh, and the, the 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 time difference makes it great too. You got I don't know if you're a night owl, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, they'll, they'll, they tee off uh, Wednesday, uh, Thursday morning, but Wednesday at about one thirty, it'll be Thursday at one thirty in the morning, I guess, is when the first uh, tee time is. We have a tradition of uh, we we'll, we stay a little late at the bar on that night, and uh, you know we watch the first few groups uh, groups go out, but you know it's tough to. Uh, to you really have to have an odd schedule to be able to watch the uh, whole thing. I guess if you're holding down a job. Yeah, tough to uh, that 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 4 a.m. wake up uh, for the first few rounds is all right, but it's great. You know, you know, while you're at the office and you got those two cons- computer screens, it's nice to have one on the Open Championship. They'll stream something for you, um, and it should wrap up every day around uh, around two o'clock. Um, and talk about weekend viewing here. I mean, we just had Wimbledon last weekend uh, over great. over in the great. UK. Wimbledon, nice we had the, we didn't oh. mention the, uh, the the World oh. Cup. The, I mean, the, oh, the sock, Women's yeah. World Cup Women's was World great Cup too. Was great. Wimbledon Two was, great events. The yeah. finish at Wimbledon was, uh, oh, was amazing. That last match, yeah, certainly was. But it's just nice having a nice wake up on Sunday morning. Have sports already. Um, on the television, uh, we're gonna have the same thing this weekend on Sunday with the with the open going on in the morning and wrapping up early afternoon. I love Go it. Go on with your day. Oh, it's like living on the all, West Coast. Oh, it's great. You you have all this action going. The first thing you wake up, you look at your phone. You're like, how much am I losing? You can wake up. Your mood is immediately <laughs> set. As how soon badly as you, are my guys doing? No, but seriously, it's great. It's phone. great. I love it. It's love at it. Uh, it's in Northern Ireland at Royal Hortrush. Am I am I saying that uh, correctly? <laughs> it's not a hard one. You got it. They yeah. Yeah, so it's good. it should be great. I I uh, we, we have a we have we have a variety of picks here. We we have a couple of longer shots and uh, you know a couple of the favorites. So maybe we should uh, we can jump right into uh, to our selections. All right, let's uh, get right off the bat. I'm gonna just gonna get this out of the way by taking the the favorite at nine to one. It's still pretty juicy odds. I'm gonna go with Rory McIlroy, who uh, who should have a pretty good. Like, the crowd could perhaps be behind this guy. He uh, he grew up pretty close to this place. And uh, apparently, I already has the course record there. Uh, he, when he was 16 years old, he shot a 61. So I feel I feel pretty good about his chances uh, this week. I, I guess you could say, I don't know if that puts more pressure on him or less, but you, you can have the crowd behind him. Yeah. And Definitely the story of the week will yeah. be Rory, no matter what happens. I I, yeah, I like that he's played that course. Because usually the research I do, I'll see when they've played there before. And I found out the last time they had the Open there was in 1951. 
So uh, wow. you know, no, 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 nobody. You know, that was four the, years. Just to give you some context, that was four years before Arnold Palmer joined the Pro good. Tour. <laughs> and uh, contrary to uh, popular belief, uh, Willie Lesko was not at O'Neill's for the final round for that one. <laughs> they weren't open he, yet. He was at, he was actually at McSorley's, I believe. But uh, you can't you, you couldn't use that as research. But I do like Rory because he's played there, so he knows the course. And I didn't know he had the the uh, course record, but that's a good that's a good sign. The people there might put a little pressure on him, but. Well, hopefully he lives. Uh, he he it gets some uh, it gets him going. He doesn't uh, you know he doesn't crumble under the under the weight of the uh, of being the favorite. I, and I, I can't, nine to one. I can't pass this up. So that's my uh, that'll be my first one. I like it. Um, my first pick is Justin Rose. He he you know the last five years I think he has eight top ten finishes in majors. He 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 plays solid in big tournaments. He, he I feel like he went through a period where he struggled, but earlier this year he had a good. Uh, U.S. Open, I believe, and he seems like he's back on track. And I, you know, I like him in 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 pressure spots, and I think he'll play the course well. And he's twenty five to one, which I think is solid. It's pretty good odds. He was floundering, I guess, a little bit, but he's been turning around the last uh, yeah. month or so. I don't think he made the cut at the Masters. That's yeah, right, which yeah. is unusual. Yeah, because yeah, he's usually great in. Uh, yes. If you're like in one of those pools where you pick like five golfers to like the total score, he's always a great one to always. have in those. I think. Absolutely. My first pick is going to be a, 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 an easy one too. I'm going to go with Brooks Kupka. Which you, wait, who's that? <laughs> wait, which who's Again, Brooks <laughs> name doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, well, the, guy, the guy finishes first or second like every major, and you're getting him at eleven and a half to one. His uh, his his proclamation this week. He he, has, he loves to uh, you know he doesn't back down of the presses. He I think he I heard he was saying he only practices for the majors. He doesn't really practice a lot for the regular. Uh, this guy is. I think the regular events are practice for the majors for him. That's eight. eight he, uh, he does. He yeah. backs it up. I'll tell you that much. It's, can, it's funny. His caddy is actually from Port Rush, uh, a local guy, and uh, Tiger wanted to play a practice round. With Brooks and uh, Tiger just completely was ghosted by Brooks. Didn't want anything to do with him. So Tiger did not get the practice round with Kepka. Wow! And uh, none of those things, the local me, knowledge. Let me tell you something about a caddy from Hackensack Golf over thirty years. The caddy golf relationship is it gets a little uh, it's a little exaggerated. You know what goes on out there. Really, you know. You can give all the advice in the world, but the guy has to still make the shots. Uh, and I caddy for Andy once. He'll tell you. He can tell you all about. You also that. have to want to take the advice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was an experience. <clears throat> Um, I will take my first pick, and I'm going to stay with the theme here of chalk. I'm going to take Dustin Johnson at around, I think we saw him around 18 to 1. Dustin Johnson's a classic golfer that we forget about how good he is when he sits kind of on the sidelines. We haven't really seen his name too much. This guy can pop up and win a tournament at any time. I love his game. He's played well over at the Open in years past. 18 to 1 for Dustin Johnson. I, I just couldn't I couldn't pass that one up. So he's 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 my chalk guy this week. 18 to 1's pretty good. For it's a chalk. good price for him. It's funny. He one this is the way I bet golf. The first thing I do usually is I'll throw out the favorite and the next thing I do is I throw out Dustin Johnson. But only because he's always over bad and he's always cuz he has such talent and he's only won one major, but to be honest, the fact that he's 18 to 1 now I think that's a good price, and I, and I think the fact that he is a little under the radar will, will help him. And uh, if he wins, after you pick Tiger and Tiger won, and you pick Dustin and he wins, what, what are you going to pick next, Ricky Fowler? I just, I just got a text from Greg Norman. He said, if, you, if you're willing to pick him, he's going to make a comeback, Andy. If you can get Dustin Johnston over the finish line in a major, that will be very impressive. I'll see what I can do. Greg is on board. He's got a Dustin Johnston. He's got a little, uh, little extra, a little uh, feather in his cap, as, uh, as they like to say. My next pick is going to be Adam Scott. Uh, you're getting great odds on him. He's 28-1, to 1, and he's had a pretty good season. He, um, 
He's he came in top twenty at the Masters and top ten at the U.S. Open and the uh, PGA top ten. So I feel like you're getting a great price. I, you know, he his putting can be a little spotty sometimes, but I feel like he's just sort of he's always almost always in the mix when I'm watching, and I, I do love these odds. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, Adam Scott, and is he still using that long that long putter? Looks ridiculous, but <laughs> oh right, he's got that thing. What is he? It's like a pendulum or whatever it is, right? He's got the hand up here and the hand down there, and he's, that's the exactly how he does it. Is that it? Too right? bad we're on. Too bad we're on radio. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Viewers could have seen because he just nailed the whole uh, Adam Scott routine there. Yes. Um, I I like I like this pick. I like the odds. He he. If he's putting all right, he he's going to be solid. And he was another guy for a while that you would throw into your pools just because he would always give a give a good showing. So I'm 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 for this pick. All right, for my second pick, I'm I'm going to go with uh, this guy Matt Wallace. Not a big name. Um, I don't know he's who the he guy. Is. You know, well he yeah he's the guy. Another another system you can do in golf is you you go on one of these sites that they list the favorites and you look down and the first name you the guy you say who the hell is that guy? That's the guy you bet because that's <laughs> the guy. All the regular guys are not regular people who are betting these majors are probably not picking him. Although Andy just told me a bunch of people said they're on him, so that scares me a little bit. They're onto your but system, Richard. It must be onto my system. <laughs> but my theory: out. those guys, those unknown names, probably the regular people are not betting them, so it must be smart money. We'll see. You know, but he does. He's a guy that has played on the European tour. This is the first year he's played a number of PGA events. And he's had a, a decent finish in a couple of, uh, you know, majors, right? Let me look that up. He was third at the PGA, and he was 12th at the U.S. Open. So, And he's a young guy. He's an up-and-comer, and he should be comfortable in, in the condition. So I think he's worth it. And uh, he's 60 to 1, which is a nice price. 60 to 1? Yeah. Oh, nice I'm price. jumping on nice that. Nice number. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to take someone who was probably underbet, a known name, but people don't like him, is uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Ugh. And, yeah, people don't like him. He's uh, He hasn't done well in majors, but I just – he's a great golfer, and he's, he's a robot. He and, seems uh, and the like he'd be <laughs> brutal to cat. He's oh a God. lifetime he's looper. personality the of a dead Brutal <laughs> to caddy for. I don't, think, brutal. I don't think he listens to his caddy. I don't think he trusts anyone but his, you know. I'm surprised <laughs> he doesn't have a robot cat. I mean, he'll probably be the one to, to, to come up with that. He doesn't yeah, need yeah. a – he, he doesn't want a human interfering with his system. Yeah, he's 45 to 1, though. I think he's uh, worth a shot. I like the odds. I had him two weeks ago where he eagled that final hole, and it looked like it was going to do a playoff, and then that guy Wolf made an eagle himself. How easy is that course, by the way? Unbelievable. Could I eagle that hole? Wow. Yeah. We might break 90 on that course. Might. (laughs) Um, My final, my second pick is going to be, the the odds jumped out at me. I couldn't believe these odds at 161 for Kevin Kisner, a guy that finished second last year. Um, 160 a, to 1? Yes, 160 to 1. We checked Juicy. on that like three times on that. Um, Kisner played a, was in the final group last year, I believe, and put up a 73, kind of fell out of contention, but still, you know, finished second place. Um, I'm picking him mainly because of the odds. I also like him. He's a fun guy. If you ever heard interviews with this guy, he's just this southern dude who likes drinking beer and playing golf. And I kind of want to be him. Um, so I You saw- like drinking beer and playing exactly. golf. Exactly. Other, than, other than being on the tour, you are him. Other than that yeah. pesky career, which you go to a couple days a week. I, uh, feels like you have a similar... <laughs> so, okay, I can relate to the guy, so that's why I'm taking him, okay? 165 to 1, Kevin Kisner. Let's see what happens. Um, oh, we got to throw a little... i got to throw something on that, I mean that's that's that's, that's incredible. It'd be irresponsible not to bet Kevin Kisner <laughs> this week. 
it, so it's been a great season. I actually haven't played. Anybody? Have you guys played? I haven't played once this year. I got the caddy tournament coming up. It's been. Uh, it's been. You know, the golf course has been kind of busy. Have you guys uh, gotten? I played. Out? A, I played maybe four. I played eighteen twice. I played nine twice. I played nine well, with Andy, which yeah. was great at, was at Skyway, with, you know, in, in Jersey City, and that was a lot of fun. We got out there. Let me so. guess. Lagreca's Le, got uh, twenty six rounds in. <laughs> no, I, I have not had many rounds. And last year at this point, I think I've posted something like 20 rounds. I, if I've posted six or seven, I went on a golf trip up to Nova Scotia. Uh, we were supposed to play 36 holes a day Ugh. up in northern Canada, and the weather just didn't cooperate. We did play 36 one day, 18 the next. Um, other than that, I haven't really been golfing much, but I got a few. Now that I'm, I'm back... Uh, I got a few rounds coming this weekend. Luckily, it's going to be 120 degrees. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really played at all, but I have located my clubs. All right. So, well, so well, that's, well, that's, well, that's, 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 that's the first step. I don't right. have them. I just located them. This is not the week to <laughs> start. It's going to be a massive heat Maybe wave. Maybe next week. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get you out there. We had some uh, some pretty juicy odds, some great picks. We did great at the Masters. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully these guys will come through. I'm, I'm fired up. These the tournaments have not disappointed at all, and we're, we should have a great, great weekend of golf to uh, to get a little breather from uh, from. Oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna dabble. Uh, we're gonna dive into baseball a little. As a Mets fan, I really didn't want to didn't want to discuss this, but uh, oh, let's uh, let's oh, yeah. We're gonna uh, oh, unfortunately we have brutal. to talk about the national pastime. You know, the, but the only thing about that is my pre-gambling days, I would be miserable right now. I'd be like, are you kidding me? The season's over once again. Another season filled with promise. The Mets and were Mets fans, in case you hadn't yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, sh- I guess I should preface that. that by saying we're Mets, long-suffering Mets fans. And uh, it's just so frustrating. And they were hitting a little bit. Actually, they got the two kids who were hitting, uh, right, Alonzo and uh, McNeil. And now the pitching's been disappointing. And the bullpen is a disaster. And Diaz, who looks so good. So Best it's closer in the league, yeah. I believe somebody told me going yeah. before the oh, season started. frustrating. But uh, the yeah, Willie's over there. He's just grinning ear to ear. I'm, I think he's he's heard this song and dance before as a... Uh, well, every Yankees year, the, when, the, yeah, when the Mets start off like 11-1, and you know, I hear the Mets fans chirping. But then... Uh, yeah, the Mets. If you told me the Mets were going to have like the McNeil's like leading the league in batting, Alonzo thirty home runs or whatever, almost leading the league in home runs. Thinking first place, uh, yeah. exactly. at least I mean, second I mean, place. They'd exactly. be something. It wouldn't yeah. be terrible. That's right. And their front office is so bad. They're, they're beating the Yankees. The Travis Darnogo. Oh, I don't even want to talk <laughs> about what happened last <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. It's brutal. But, but it's been a perennial good disappointment. Mm-hmm. Travis Darno uh, showed up last night, and uh, well, he beat the Yankees at least. So that made me a little. <laughs> yeah. <lucky>. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's been a, but it's been a fun year. But the Yankees, uh, the Yankees have been great to bet live. You, you just almost hope they go down five nothing in the second inning so you can jump get some on decent board. odds. I know? have to uh, hand it to them as much as I hate to do it. They were uh, completely depleted and just kept winning. It's been unbelievable. It's uh, they are their front office. On the other hand, I think they know what they're doing. They're doing a good job. I, I've and I've bet them a bunch of times, and a couple of times, like Willie said, I bet them live. And they they had teams like this years ago where they were in every game, and if they go down, you like it because you can get some you know some good odds. So I think they're they're worth continuing the bet. And all these series against big teams, whether it's Boston or Tampa Bay, they're winning all these series, and often they're winning the first game. You know, when they went and played that series in in England, I I I, I bet them in that first game, and my idea was if they lost the first game, I was going to double up in that second game because there was no way. 
way they were going to lose both those games to Boston. And they're just solid right now. They just look good. The All Star Game was uh, was was. I, I really. To, to, is there anything riding on the outcome now? I know they overdid it, and now it's back to being. There a, is if you bet it. There is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not just that simple. It was. Uh, I guess you can make it exciting, but uh, it's really gone. You know, I really kind of. I, I was bartending, so I I watched it. Otherwise, I don't know that I would have been tuning in. It's sort of. Like a, it's the biggest night of the year when you were a kid, and now it just lost all of its well, luster. Interleague right? play changed everything. Yeah. But the, the home run derby was a nice betting. The home run derby <laughs> was great. Alonzo. Yeah. One bright spot on the uh, disappointing season for the New York Mets. Pete Alonzo won the uh, home run derby. That was pretty. Actually, it was awesome. And now we're we're pressing on to the uh, the second half of the season. I guess the Yankees have a pretty decent uh, it's looking that way. I mean, it, I mean, it, on this side, it's the Yankees. On the NL side, I mean, the Dodgers look like a juggernaut as well. I mean, that's a tough. Tough, tough World Series for Met fans if it's the Yankees yeah, and That's going to be great. Yeah, we'll have to uh, make yeah. sure we well, uh, it's been well, an odd let's year, hope though. something else happens. I don't know. The, the Braves look good, but I, I would agree that the Dodgers are the favorite just because they've been there a bunch of times. And uh, the, 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 the Central is so tight. I mean, every, every week it's, it's a different team. The Brewers or the Cubs, the Cardinals are still there, too. Every other so. division, like I think the smallest lead in all the other divisions is five games with the Yankees over Tampa. And I think first place in the right as of today, NL Central, first place to last place is five and a half games. So, and that's the only one that's really interesting. Uh, Cleveland's come back a little bit close with Minnesota, but that's really the only division really running. Yeah, it, it, the the thing about the Yankees though is I feel like in the you know since they had all those championships, they've had a number of years where they're really good during the regular season and they struggle a little bit in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting if they're built. I mean, they seem to be built for the playoffs, but we'll see. Houston would scare me a little bit. They got to get a pitcher. Looks the like they're struggling, but yeah. Any, is there any? I know there was some talk about Bumgarner a few weeks ago. I don't know I don't, if that he'd be I'm, great to get. They, I think they, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. but you don't want how much do you want to give up for those guys for a rental? And the other thing is, there's no one out there that's like a super ace. Yeah. You know, like, there's no one like that. There's no sure Yankees thing. have five or six starting pitchers. They just don't have that real number one that's not going to get hurt. Right, right. I mean, Jermon could be as good as anybody. and get Severino back, but. They might the, be all right. Yeah. The thing about Bumgarner is, you know, another couple of weeks, the Giants might be in the wild card race, right? They're only, they're within 10 games of 500. They're, and by the way, someone on this podcast said the Giants and the Texas Rangers were going to have horrible years. Who was that who oh, that said that? guy is that? The Texas. He hasn't been answering our text <laughs> yeah, that's messages. Right. We br- we'll bring him back. Ex- we'll we'll bring him in I believe that's Rick, Rick Collins, I think Rick Collins, who did a great job, but his picks have not been that good. Uh, I don't know. Texas looks like they're in the wild card, right? Texas looks good. And the Giants have made a run. Yeah, I mean, they, a surprise team, I think, of the league and under the radar to a degree. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be the the, the AL seems stronger. Uh, I think, other than the Dodgers, uh, you know, I, I I still think the AL looks looks stronger than uh, and and I did bet the AL in the uh, in the All Star game, so that made it a little bit interesting to watch. Well, at least the uh, the NBA's been <laughs> interesting. The NBA is a strange, strange sport. It's a more exciting in the off season yeah, that's right. than the, the regular season. That's, at least that's been uh, helping uh, helping me get over the, uh, the 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 baseball, which is not you know as a Mets fan has been very disappointing. It's uh, it's crazy what happened. I mean, since la- we were last on the air, I guess uh, the trades. The, the, it's like been, a reset. It's like yeah. a fantasy league. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like everybody <laughs> picking. Te- it's like yeah, it's like a schoolyard. Like I'll take that guy, you get that guy. It's, it's incredible and. Uh, uh, you know, and the, were, the, were there odds of where some of these players would land? There were. There were. Oh yeah, DraftKings. A lot of them had like where who would uh, where would Kyrie go? Where would so and so go? They had uh, it, it, uh, and the Knicks 
once oh, again. Yeah. A traditional blunder by the New York Knicks. They're terrible. It's terrible. That's, that's they traded Porzingis because they were saying they definitely guaranteed had, I guess Durant was what they were saying, but they had one of these guys locked down, and then they managed to blow it. And these fans have to stop buying tickets. I mean, You're what, exactly what? right. You're exactly right. It's so yeah. easy to get to. It's a great place. They don't, it uh, is so easy to get to, which is why I wish they were good, but it's it's ridiculous yeah. that they're so terrible, and, the, and they still sell out every game, and the tickets are so expensive, and the fans keep... So, at some point, the fans got to be like a Enough's enough. The I mean, one contrarian thing in me, and that it always scares me because I like watching the Nets, and they were a lot of fun to watch last year, but they don't, almost half the team's gone, is that you, you sign KD and Kyrie. Both have injury histories. One's actually injured. And it almost reminds me of getting Garnett and Paul Pierce. Oh, it's Pierce. like, it's just like the, <laughs> big, know, yeah, and, the big blockbuster yeah. deal yeah. that's sent them everyone's, into... And everyone's like loving the Nets, and Sean Marks is a genius, and all, all this stuff, and the Knicks are getting killed. And in three years, if these guys are all hurt, yeah, the Knicks are going to be like the luckiest team ever for not signing them to long-term deals. Yeah, if these guys don't... I'm not uh, predicting that. I'm just prone, saying... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they have injuries, they, the, the Knicks are going to look like they're geniuses for not... Uh, you know, I guess that's what they finally... They'll they never were, be they're, geniuses, but yes. They well, were worried about right. It's almost they could back themselves into what seems like a smart position, but I still don't trust them to build the right way anyway. Like, they'll... I wanna, I'm not going to use that word, but they're going to screw it up. They'll screw it up anyway. Yeah, yeah. I get all worked up when I talk about the Knicks and that owner. He's terrible. Yeah, the thing about Porzingis is they did that to open cap space because they were going to make all these moves, and then what, no what they got? They got Randall. Was it, and, was it Dream on, who was the guy on AI? One of the guys on Golden State said it. said no one wants to go to the Knicks. No one's going. It's crazy why you wouldn't want to play at Madison Square Garden. But you don't want to play. You want to win. And then the West has been kind of chopped up and divided, and now you got four, I mean, four serious contenders. So that's going to be some, uh, that'll be some good basketball to watch uh, coming up next year. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty awesome what, what goes on out West. I don't know. Oh, the West is great because, I mean, unfortunately, they're always better than the East, but uh, Lakers and Clippers coming up. Yeah. I mean, Golden State's still going to be good. Houston is going to be good. Yeah. It's and, gonna... if, and Portland and Utah are. They were Solid. pretty good this year, I know. They're like just under, they're completely under under the radar. So, uh, so the West will be exciting, and we got it. We're fired up for the Nets. We do love, we do love the Nets here, and uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully these deals work. This this stuff works I'm, out. I'm rooting for it. I mean, Kyrie can be a little bit of a head case. I don't know how he's gonna. <laughs> Big Brooklyn fan right here. Him you know and uh, yeah, oh, Andy, oh, always sure. oh, You we'll moved be, to Brooklyn. We'll be coming to Brooklyn now. We'll you have a reason to come. Another around. reason. Another reason to come. You to got Brooklyn. the blow up bed in the uh, Murphy. Absolutely. Maybe that's why uh, KD and uh, Kyrie. They said, oh, Andy Lagreca moved to Brooklyn. So let's, let's, let's there, the place there, there to be. Go. Sure, they're right down the street from me. All right. Well, now we have a reason to uh, to visit you uh, to you, uh, Andy. We, we, we'll, we'll become big basketball. You're gonna be a basketball guy this year, right? I'm a big basketball guy now. <laughs> it's official. I like. Started it. as a big guy. <laughs> but the real excitement of the summer is the horse racing, which is about to uh, commence here. Richard is. Uh, we did not have a great triple crown. We did not have a great. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We got. Uh, well, it was. I mean, the Derby. We the horse who got dis- disqualified was my second pick. Who I really should have made him my top pick because our top pick had never raced in the slot before, and you know it. it, it the, 
the rain came. I mean, all day long I'm watching, and, and they said the rain was supposed to come early, and then it didn't come. And, I, you know, the weather reports I was looking at, I didn't realize. But then about an hour before it poured, and then they're walking on the track like they're walking the horses, and I'm looking at the track, and I'm like, oh, this is terrible for horses who haven't raced in the mud. The second choice, our second choice, maximum security, was a mudder. So, of course, he loved it. He won. He got disqualified. I, I, you know, we can talk about that if you want. I thought that was, you know, I mean, I don't think it was a good decision. I really don't because I know he came out. He, he in, interfered with War of Will. The jockey on War of Will did not claim foul because he knew he wasn't going to win. And the horse that got put up to first was no way going to win that race. So it really was an injustice in a way because maximum security, they could have run around again and he would have kept his head in front because he was that determined to win and he was the best horse. So, but he is coming back this weekend in the Haskell. He's going to uh, be in uh, Jersey this on Saturday, the Haskell, the big race at Monmouth Park. It's old. That is a great time for those of you who have never gone to that. It is, it is a big, big function, a huge party, and uh, you can make some money. It's a great time. They get a huge crowd. It's the biggest uh, uh, horse racing day of the year at Monmouth Park in New Jersey. And, and it's a competitive race. Usually you'll have one big name that'll be the big favorite, and you try to hit the exact this year, you have maximum security. You have the horse that beat maximum security in a prep race at Monmouth. Um, and then you have Bob Baffert bringing in a horse who's solid. And you have the horse that finished third in the Belmont, um, who also has local connections. So you got maybe four or five horses who have a shot. So it's actually a really good betting race and uh, with, with some big names. So they'll get a big crowd down there. It should be a, a very exciting. It's a great always a great way to spend a day going to Monmouth Park. We've uh, win or lose, we always have a, we have a great time and they moved it it's usually a Sunday. They moved it to a Saturday. So it's going to be the crowd's really going to be Watch out. It's going to be rocking crowd. They'll get a big crowd. And they yeah. moved it to earlier in the year, which I think is is one of the reasons they got so many good horses because the horses can run again in the Travers. So it, and and it's a great time. It is a great time. Great food. You know, big crowd, family friendly. You have the that all those areas where you can barbecue and and set up. They let you bring food from outside. And I believe there's a sports book on the premises. There's a sports book on the premises. And a nice you can add air conditioned bar. Oh, it's great. It's it's and, really and family friendly there. Yeah. It is family friendly. friendly. You ever go to Monmouth? It, it really is. Not, yeah. not like you know the old school Meadowlands yeah. where you know. I mean, Speaking of degenerates, exactly. Yeah. That yeah. was a bit Even of a family play. friendly. You still make it the bar right in thirty minutes. So. <laughs> And uh, and right. Saratoga is and Saratoga a- opened oh, a week ago, so that's that's great too. That's that that the thing about Saratoga is what what you'll see at the Haskell this weekend. Almost every day is like that at Saratoga. You have Grade One races, great horses, great jockeys, great trainers, big crowds, and it's beautiful up there. Yeah, it's, it's, just, a, it's a really nice town. It's a really nice track. And the thing about the track is you can have like five different types of experiences there. You can sit up in the clubhouse. You can you go trackside. You don't even have to go in the track. You can, Drink by the Shake Shack like we do. Oh, uh, the plate, the grounds <laughs> are gone. For those of you who yeah. have not oh. ever gone up there, you have, and the town is fantastic. There's great restaurants, the bar scene. It is. I, I had a friend who went last year for the first time. He was like, "Oh, why have we? You know, we've been going for years." He was, he was shocked that more people don't. It's, it's an easy trip, and it is guaranteed a great time. Yeah, you meet us at the bar at Sperry's around 6 o'clock on uh, August 6th, I think. That's the, uh, That's the right. tradition. That's right, yeah. Oh, we'll yeah, be heading beautiful. up there in August. I'm going to try to make it. These guys have their trip planned. We do an annual trip up there, and, uh, you know, year to year we get different uh, different groups, but uh, but it's always always fun. And uh, and win or lose, we have a good time. It's a great time. It is, it's, it, it's beautiful up there. It really is. 
So I don't think I'm going to make a Haskell pick yet because the entries aren't officially out. Yeah, but we're we'll taping one, on Tuesday. But I'll, I'll mention that I'll probably – I'm leaning toward either Maximum Security or, or the horse that beat him, King of the Day. King of the Day has a really good trainer, Todd Pletcher, who's won the Haskell a number of times. I'll say one other thing, Bob Baffert, who's won the Haskell eight times. But Bob Baffert is having a, a, a struggling year. He's one for 17 in grade one races this year, which is very unusual. He has a lot of seconds. His horses are not like firing like they usually do. So I think his horse will catch some money and the horse that ran third and the Belmont will catch some money. So I think you'll get value on maximum security and, uh, and King of the Day, which is the horse that beat him that's trained by Pletcher. So I'd, I'd look for those two horses. It and, doesn't well, look like heat, it's going to rain. So it's going to be 98 it's degrees be 98 on degrees, Saturday. Yeah. So that's going to make for uh, <laughs> It's the one thing. I mean, right. That's a little. King of the Day actually is stabled up at Saratoga. So that worries me a little bit because it's a little cooler up there. And when it's this hot, you don't want a horse shipping from a cooler atmosphere to 98 degrees. So it's something to think about a little bit, but maximum security is at Monmouth. He's had a workout over the track. He should be ready to fire his best shot, but I'll tweet. We'll tweet out something, a pick and maybe an exact box before the race. I was also showing some concern for the drinkers out drinking in 98 oh, degree heat. is no uh, pick right here. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Boys. Yes. It's very, very important. You got to, uh, you know, don't, uh, you know, Andy, Andy, you've, you ever get down to Monmouth? Mammoth a few times, yeah. Saratoga though is 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 where you want to be. Yeah. I, I absolutely adore Saratoga, but we've we've been down to Mammoth a few times. Um, so, how like they run in Mammoth pretty late though, don't they? They go they go throughout the year um, to about October, November. Yeah, yeah, they'll go like through September, and then October they'll run a little meet at the Meadowlands. They'll run this crazy like three days a week for like two or three weeks, and they call it Mammoth at Meadowlands because the horses are still stabled at Mammoth. But uh, Monmouth will run, you know, solidly through August, and then they'll also have, probably in September, a, a more limited schedule. But th- they'll they'll keep running. So we'll, yeah, we'll we'll try to get you down there. It's a good, it's a good trip down the shore. It's we have to uh, we have to make get our money back from uh, the season so far has not been profitable. So hopefully <laughs> we'll have a strong finish here. This uh, starting on on Saturday at the uh, the Haskell. Stay tuned for our selection. So we're midway through the summer, and you start to think it's flying by. You know, I gotta get, you gotta get, you start realizing you gotta get some plans in. But the, the good news when it's flying by is football is right around the corner, <laughs> and I cannot wait. It's, uh, you know, it's starting to uh, to creep up a little more. People are talking about it, and uh, you know, preseason, which is really just nice to see. I mean, there's really not much to do, but. Uh, it's going to be on a TV in a, in a few weeks. Yeah, no, it's coming right up. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, it used to make me nervous because you'd see the first preseason game, you'd be excited for football, but you knew school was coming. You know, you can watch the, the Gap commercials are going to come on, the Levi's, and you, you just knew you know disaster was on its way. But you got Back football coming. It's a, yeah, it sort of uh, sweetens the uh, the fall, uh, and it's going to be. I mean, it's again, you got uh, you got a couple, you got a few favorites, but uh, the football season should be. Uh, should be exciting. The Patriots are, are going to be, they're saying, are going to be the team to beat once again. I'm tired of this storyline. And uh, and I don't know. I mean, what, what, what do you guys think? You have any? Uh... I mean, I, I, I think, you know, the Patriots will be one of the favorites, probably the favorite. But I, I, I have a couple of things I want to look at. Um, you know, I, I definitely want to bet against the Arizona Cardinals just because I think that coach doesn't know what the heck he's doing. And, 
I, I, it'll be a situation where I'll watch them the first couple of weeks, but I think at some, you know, maybe, because sometimes these new coaches will win, like yeah. the first week or they'll catch guys off guard, but I would almost like starting the third or fourth week, I would definitely look to, to fade him and fade that team. I want to agree with you, but you sound like Collins talking about the Rangers. But, uh, the, uh, <laughs> Well, our, well, the good one. I mean, I feel bad for the uh, the. I mean, usually the. I feel bad for the for me myself and uh, fellow Jets fans this time of year. But I have a feeling the Giants fans are a little bit down down about. It. I don't think they're too thrilled about uh, about get your, get your sock one jersey and just the, suck it up for a couple of years. The NFL yeah. uh, approaching quickly. I, I'm I'm excited about the Jets. Um, and yeah, and uh, we'll see about the Giants. I don't know about that. No, but there's a lot of interesting things. You got to start looking at the uh, at this time of year. They already have the over under for the. Uh, Season games, the, the win totals, win yeah, totals, yeah, yeah. and those are those are interesting. Those are like sometimes they're right on them, so you don't really want to bet them. Well, right on what I would think, but some like the like Jacksonville, I like, think slow. We'll, we'll you know we'll talk about that before the season, but and college football coming soon. My the, the best. Yeah, no, I love I love I love college football. I, you know, I think that's so much fun to bet, and you have such a menu of so many different games. I think you can you can pick your spots and. Uh, you know, it's a lot of action. There's so much action, everything going on, and you just watch Clemson play Alabama in the final, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's interesting before that. One more sport starting up on August 9th is uh, the Premier League oh, starts. Right. Oh, that's right. Oh, Will yeah. we got to get Clegg on for Clegg's Corner. We'll try to have a podcast before that. We're I think the people might be clamoring for that. I, I think or we're going to try to sneak one more podcast in before to see if we can get Clegg's Corner uh, back up and running. Maybe I think he retooled people it. People are demanding. I think he's. You know why? I don't think he's he's around this week because I think he's fast at work, like working on his system. You know, yeah, he's doing tweaking his, his system. He's doing. He's he's got piles of reports and papers. He's looking at all the factors, all the angles, and he. You know, he believe he's going to come back strong. Well, he's going to do better than he did last year, which I know is not a high bar, but I bet a transfer fee on that. He cannot <laughs> possibly do worse than last year. But we can also bet against him. I was maybe it was. Uh, you know, I wasn't. Admitting that on the air, but the, maybe with some money to be made, that's the uh, the system was was unraveling. Also, fast approaching is uh, is our our buddy's uh, pending nuptials. He's got big summer planning. I hope uh, how, how are things uh, going uh, going along. Planning going s- is going very well. Thank you for asking. Swimmingly, his, swimmingly, uh, yes. His lovely bride to be, Liz. Apparently, uh, when we did the Masters podcast, she loved the radio voice, Andy, and uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I understand that when you do your vows, she wants you to bring the equipment we have here, so you yeah, sound par- the same way. Apparently, <laughs> these the the producers of Picks from the Yard bring the level of your voice down a few octaves uh. and make it a little deeper. And she she actually liked it a lot, more than my squeaky little high pitched voice. The shrill, that she's uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see how we can somehow mic you up there on the on the altar. We might have to pack a bag up to uh, up to the Berkshires for this wedding and uh, see if we can do something with the microphones up there. All right, a quick recap of our, our picks here for the British Open this weekend. You can jot down these uh, these winners. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll make you some money. I am going with uh, Rory McIlroy, the favorite, at nine to one, and Adam Scott twenty eight to one. Bill Lesko is taking Bryson DeChambeau at forty five to one, and Brooks Kepka eleven and a half to one. Andrew Lagreca, the golf guru, is is taking Dustin Johnson. 18 and a half to one, and Kevin Kistner, a juicy 165 to one. Oh, baby. 
And my brother Richard the Math Whisperer is Justin Rose, 25 to 1, and Matt Wallace at 60 to 1. Anything uh, we want to plug here, guys? You know, I was going to plug my tutoring service, but I don't know if that I, it, would anyone hire a tutor through? Would they say, "Honey, honey, I got a great tutor for Junior"? Would you find it? Well, he's on this gambling podcast. I don't know. I try to keep these two worlds. I do have a couple of slots open, which is unusual. Usually, I'm booked, but I have a lot of graduating seniors. Um, there's a lot but, of math and gambling, but oh, but maybe, but I I did want to mention I already mentioned at Monmouth Park and Saratoga, so maybe that's where my plug should go for this week because they're two beautiful racetracks. And, you know, Monmouth Park is, you know, right here in New Jersey. It's, it's beautiful down there. You can plan a day. You can you go to the beach beforehand, whether it's for the Haskell or some other time. It really, it's a great time. And so then you have I'd to spend a lot of This always happens. Right? I always tell myself, you don't have to spend a lot of money. You can bet two bucks a race, five bucks a race. I got, I got my, can. my 20. I go up to the window and I walk away. So I must buy about $80 on the horse race. I don't know what happens. I get to the window and then I, you're betting every combination. But if you have something called self-control, apparently, it, you can, you know, you don't need to You, you don't need a lot of money, but yeah. And you, right. can, you, you can win. You've got to have discipline. Yeah. That's you right. want to be doing a betting podcast, though, if you have that stuff. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to plug the St. Anne's Festival in Hoboken, which is always a great time. It's uh, It used to be like a nine-day affair, and wow, it was something back then. It was, and that, that 50 is hilarious. Don't even don't even enter it if you don't have an Italian last name, because no. that thing is cooked. Oh, that is a rigged as a Willie buys about 100 <laughs> tickets for every year for how many years now, Willie? Year, since 1986 or something. I, 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 get, I, get, I get They give me like a oh. roll of tickets, and I don't even I don't even get the same color. No. <laughs> It's not even the same number. I don't even have the they same number. Arm, yeah. Arm's length, right? Yeah. Ask, yeah. I don't know where they draw it, who draws it, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, you know, old, it's a little bit of old school yeah. hoboking going on there. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's not like, but but not that's like the thing call. is, I wish it was still old school fair. I mean, it was like, Andy, it used to be like nine days. Now it's four. They squished it to four days. We got, get, guys, when, I'm telling you, you got to go. When left and they started bringing all the like the county fair kind of people in. Yeah, yeah once it's become less of a local, but it's still a great time. It's a great thing to go support. You just go, you stuff your face, you drink, you get to, how often? They get to drink under a pipe and hot tent outside, yeah, yeah. under degree weather with That's a bunch great. of them. <laughs> but you always run into somebody you know. I mean, yeah. yeah. Also, you have the chance of running into somebody you don't want to see. It's really a, besides all that. It's though. gambling in itself. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's always good time. Yeah, like you get under the tent, you drink, you wait for the thunderstorm to come. It's, 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 it's always a fun. And these guys, the studio is right. I mean, it's literally right. I mean, these guys oh, are going right. to be right here, walking yeah. out of here and stuffing uh, their faces every uh, four days in a row. You just step outside and it's right there. Get your zeppelis. But yeah, the Zeppelins are, are awesome. And it just go check it out. I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, the only thing I'm going to plug is just thank everyone that came up to Vermont for Doc Fest on July 4th. Had a great time. Uh, Willie's a beautiful house in Vermont, and there's a huge party there every July 4th for, I guess, it's, I mean, you've been going there since you were a little, how long? About 30. Some, about 30 years almost. And uh, sadly, unfortunately, 30, um, Willie's father passed this year. And he, it was his, he, I mean, he loved this house. And, and they had a great turnout. They, uh, they, I, I've, I did not make. I never make. I it. still haven't made. <laughs> it's it. a tough weekend. This is part of the tradition. The, the caddies, <laughs> you not being there. It's a tough weekend it for is. the uh, the caddies. Uh, I get stuck here every uh, every year looping, but uh, there, yeah. But I, it's, it's we've been to the time, house. But and then but but we did hear some stories about your dad and how he played uh, football, right? And uh, he played football for Fordham, right? And he had an offer from Notre Dame and uh, a lot of really that, yeah. great stories. Yeah, when they dropped story. football when he went there, though, that was the problem with the club. And. They had a great turnout for uh, for Willie's dad, and it was a, quite a uh, a party. And uh, the musicians all showed up. They play a lot of music, and just uh, 
It's, it was. Uh, I'm sad to have missed it this year. I really would have, if any year, I would have liked to have made it up yeah. there. But hopefully, I'll be stopping up at the house in uh, August. Awesome. And I'm going to plug um, right in our backyard here in a few weeks. The Northern Trust Open first leg of the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs will be played in Jersey City at Liberty National, and uh, plenty of tickets. It's cheap. Go to a practice round. The players are pretty interactive with the fans. And, I uh, still haven't walked Liberty. I heard it's. Uh, the, I mean, easy walk for TV. you. Yeah. Not not really hilly, flat as it can be. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, it's such a. I have such a poor attitude being a, a caddy my whole life. It's like I'm, I don't want to go walk a golf course on my day off and not get paid. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a bunch of baloney. Well, I mean, so. you could probably hang up at the Michelob Ten all day and uh, and have. Can a Can I pick good up time. a bag? Anybody looking for a, you know a mediocre? Uh... I think Kucher's looking for something. <laughs> oh yeah, Kooch. Uh, oh man, he said he'll max you out at two fifty. <laughs> But yeah, I should go check it out. I mean, uh, you're planning on going, Andy? I'm going to probably go. um, You know, one of the uh, one of the practice rounds, probably maybe maybe a Thursday or Friday. Um, It is. It's a fun time. Get a few. uh, You can get tickets for probably under fifty bucks. And um, oh yeah, definitely go check it out. I haven't seen the uh, the course yet. All right, I'd like to thank uh, my guests today for uh, for coming on out, and and, you know, hopefully, we'll make some money. Uh, My brother, Richard Math Whisperer Salvatore. Thanks for having me. Willie Bon Vivant Alesco. <laughs> be Bon Vivanting later. Bon Vivanting shortly, <laughs> perhaps at O'Neill's. And uh, Andrew LaGreca. I mean, catch him when you can. This guy is, uh, I, you know, he's he's here, he's gone, he's tough to find. He's at some, apparently he's living in Brooklyn. He's never there. And, uh, you know, I was, I was psyched that we could we could lock him down. I, I booked this about a month in advance. <laughs> he's a tough guy to. He's a tough uh, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always great to come back to Hoboken and uh, fun to do the show with you guys. So thanks for having me on. Sure, Andy, anytime. And uh, we're expecting uh, we're expecting you to pick. The, I mean, it's, it's a tradition. You come on the air and we all. Yeah, we raised expectations. Money. I think all the listeners are going to be. The, I think the odds have already started to drop on uh, your, your two Kisner's guys. Kisner's down at two hundred to one. <laughs> and, uh, down to one hundred to one now. And anybody who is uh, who does nothing doesn't have to get up early on Thursday morning. Come out uh, to Carpe Diem Wednesday night at one a.m. one thirty a.m. They tee off. The, we lock in the bar up at two. We like to catch the uh, the early action at the end of the night. So uh, if you got nothing going on, come on in Wednesday and. Uh, and we'll see how uh, how they start the whole weekend off. I am I'm fired up. It should be a it should be a great great tournament. They've been great so far this year, and uh, I all I can say is get involved. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archive and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. You can also join in on the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at pftypod on social media. Please remember, gambling and sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Will Clegg for Van Vorst Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Get involved!